0: Hi, how are you doing? Hello. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm pretty good. So, what type of challenges do you go through on your daily life?
1: Uh, challenges like uh, making a decision of doing something and, uh, and then following it through. These are challenges I face.
0: Uh, my challenges are a little bit different where I'm, okay. I'm pretty much blacklisted because of my views and I don't feel that it's fair because I'm supposed to, you know, go with certain views, but I don't. I follow what I feel. And
1: so yeah,
0: those are the challenges I have to go through in the industry that's blackballing me because of my views. Oh, where do you live? I'm in Massachusetts, United States. Where do you live? Oh. I live in India. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, what are some of the things you're going to try to do to help you overcome your challenges? Do you have any ideas?
1: Uh, I think there's so many, like, uh, like the, the one I'm facing right now is uh, making decisions. I think the only way I can uh, I mean, face the challenges by taking action on it, right?
0: Yes, that's the only way you'll, you'll overcome it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because see, uh, if you yeah, if you don't if you keep procrastinating, you'll never make. Mm. So you you're just gonna have to make a decision, and hope that is the yeah. best one that you know. Think about it really hard, and then make the right decision.
1: Mm. After making decision, I get uh, I, I get confused. I've, I feel like whether okay. I made a right decision or wrong decision. Those are the
0: things I feel. Well, that's why before you make a decision, you really have to think it through, or, you know, think it through before okay. you actually commit to it. If you think it through properly, then you'll know it's the right decision.
1: Okay. okay.
0: So that's how I would go about doing it. I would think it through. Don't rush into it. Really think it through. Or if there's someone okay. that you want to okay. talk to, you know, for advice, you could do mm-hmm. that too. But I would think it through really well before you actually make a decision hmm Yeah. Does that help at all or yes? Yeah, oh good, good. Mm-hmm. Because I used to be like that as well. I used to just rush into decisions and get stressed out, but I don't do I don't okay. do that anymore. I actually think it through and say if I do this, what are the steps that's gonna mm-hmm. happen after that? And once once you start okay, okay. thinking like that. You'll make better decisions.
1: Oh, so okay.
0: That's that's pretty much that's that's your only challenge that you feel you have.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Main is decision, right? Yeah, I think yeah. This is the only challenge I am facing right now. This is a very big challenge I face for me. Yeah, I would d-
0: definitely uh, yeah. don't rush into it. Think it all the, think yeah. it all the way through before you make a decision. If you if you really think it all the way through, you're gonna make the right decision. Okay. So hope hope okay. Yeah, try try that. Really think it through and see how yeah I'm gonna try, try it. Try it out. I think it's gonna work for you. It works for me.
1: Okay, I'll definitely try it.
0: All right, good. Yeah. So
1: okay and. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you for sharing your advice. You're welcome.
0: Have have a good night.
1: Yeah, same. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: there you have it. The caller was seeking advice on challenges that he goes through in his life and I was more than happy to help the caller out because Taz is not the only one who's been there. I've been there before in my life where I had major, major difficult challenges that I needed to make decisions for and I just didn't know how to do it like the like the collard. You know, I would get confused, feeling like unsure if I made the right decision. So it was with trial and error that I learned that I have to really think things through before I follow through. Because like anything in life, when you rush into it, then you're going to have regrets. And I've rushed into many things. And that's why, I like for instance, I rushed into owning a condo because I really wanted to be a homeowner and I just rushed into it and that was the biggest mistake that turned out to be a 10-year almost a 10-year mistake so rushing into things is not the right way but I've rushed into so many things that I've learned from my past mistakes so now again I'm going to try to be a homeowner and this time I'm doing it the right way I've I've taken The necessary steps as far as homeowner classes and going through with realtors, one that I'm going to actually be able to work with and and other stuff like that that I didn't do the first time around where I just wanted to just be a homeowner. I was so depressed and sick and tired of living in apartments where everyone could hear everything that you do and you had no privacy. Like I do now, but I'm not going to rush into anything. I'm going to take my time because this is going to be a home that I hopefully own for the life of the home of, of my own life, actually. So I'm not going to rush into anything at all. And <clears throat> challenges are really something that you need to take your time with when you, when you make decisions. Rather, I meant decisions. Decisions are things that you don't rush into whether it's a huge decision or a little simple one. Don't procrastinate. The last thing you want to do is procrastinate about a decision and you'll end up losing out or regretting it. So I was more than happy to help Toss out and anyone else that's listening out there to what we spoke about. I hope that my advice helped you out a little bit as well. <clears throat> because life is difficult enough as it is but you need a, if you don't have an outlet to let this stuff out like i told the caller you know tell someone you talk to someone that you trust and listen you know to, to what they have to say i don't not necessarily take their advice but listen to what they have to say then you think things through for yourself And then you'll come up with the right choice and it won't be such a stressful thing to do. So, I mean, obviously there's times when you have no choice. For instance, I had a Nissan Altima forever and it died on me and my credit wasn't good right now. My credit is good, but my credit was very poor. And so my car died and I need my car to work. And so therefore, I kind of had to rush into whatever decision with the car, which I still shouldn't have rushed into it, but I saw that, you know, had my hands tied behind my back, I had to get whatever car I could get. So <clears throat> there are exceptions to the rules, but for the most part, you don't, even with that, I shouldn't have jumped into to it, but I was really desperate. I didn't, I couldn't go without a car. I don't want to go back in the, in the public transportation ever again. I remember that those days. But that's another topic for another show. But, excuse me, making decisions are very challenging. And if you don't have a support group, like if you're single, there are places you can reach out to, like podcasts, for instance, like this. You can reach out to people who generally, genuinely want to help you and give you sound advice. So... That is my take on challenges, and I hope this helped you out. And thank you, Taz, for calling in. I'll be right back. Hi, welcome back. Rayshawn for Political Bombshell. So, it's really uh, imperative that you make the right decisions in life and not to rush into anything And don't let anyone pressure you into anything. That's another issue. If there's someone trying to pressure you into something, then always stare clear. Tell them to back up, hold on. Whether it's a woman trying to pressure you into marriage or a friend or boyfriend or girlfriend, they're trying to pressure you into something you know you don't want to do, don't do it if they if you lose if you know, if they end the friendship or relationship because of that, then they weren't meant to be in your life anyway because if anyone if anyone tries to force you into anything, then they don't really care about you at all. It's really not a good situation I've been there before where I was forced into things and I always regretted them. Every single thing I've been forced into because another person wanted me to do it, I've always, always regretted it. Every single time, no question about it because you shouldn't be forced into anything. You just want to do something because you want to do it. It's a mutual thing. You both are into it and and you do it. Like any teenagers, if you're out there listening, Uh, teenage girls. If you're out there and you you have a teenage boyfriend and he's pressuring you, oh, you don't love me, you don't want to have sex with me, then you shouldn't be with that boy because he's trying to pressure you into sex. And it's not about love. It's because he's, in plain English, he's in heat, for lack of a better word, and he just wants some. It's not because he loves you. And so... You have to be strong and emotionally strong enough to say, I don't want to be pressured into this. And if that means that you don't want to be with me, so be it. And if he really loves you, he'll understand. And if he don't love you and he walks away, you know, obviously it's going to hurt you. But in the long run, it's better that you let him go. Because you don't want to be with someone who's going to try to force you into sex. Next thing you know, it's unprotected sex. You... You uh, have a baby and you wanted to go to college, you wanted to have a career, but now you gotta be a mother, and you don't want any of that. You don't wanna stay with someone because you you feel like you're forced into an end of, I could flip it around, teenage boys. You have a girlfriend, she's, you know, you really don't wanna have unprotected, unprotected sex with her, unprotected, well, what's wrong with my mouth? Unprotected unprot- sex with her, and she's trying to force you into it because she wants it to, she wants to, you know, lock you into a relationship by having a baby and and forcing you into a relationship that way. Well, guess what, ladies? It don't work. If a man does not want to be with you, a child is not going to make them stay. And I hate to say, it, but in my community, in my race, African Americans. There are many of us, including me, who was a single parent, who you know, grew up with a single parent where a father wasn't there. It doesn't work. You can't trap a man into a relationship if he doesn't want to be there. It's just, why would you demean yourself that way? Why would you do that? You really shouldn't trap someone into a relationship anyway. That means you don't love them. It's all about you, you're selfish. You don't care about anyone but yourself. So I know it's a little bit off topic but not really because it's still about making decisions and the right choice and challenges so I'm still in the realms of where I should be but be careful who you become friends with who you make relationships with because they will try to trap you and and pressure you and you don't you don't need to be peer pressured into anything that you don't want to do you know that's why we have free will you're free to love free to go free to do what you like so don't make anyone let you uh don't let anyone make you feel like you have to be rushed into a a relationship or anything and that's pretty much all i have for today on this topic again you can uh you can call us at any time and leave a, or leave a voice message here. Thank you for listening and good day. Hey, was- all right, Ray.
2: all right, Ray Dog, man, lay it on me, man. Talk to me about hip hop culture.
0: Well, you talk, I'm, I grew up in a culture when in the 80s versus now, when honestly, I wouldn't even call the music hip hop because culture has changed so much it's it's not really like it used to be like basically uh-huh. you have I don't even know some of these rappers' names, but you have a rapper they they're dressing up like like women and they call that hip hop I mean what is that that doesn't make any sense to me and then the- some of the things they're rapping about makes no sense to me it's it's really uh not hip hop like i grew when I grew up with hip hop. The songs had a message, a positive message for the youth. The songs don't really have any meaning these days. It's it's either about sex or violence or guns. It, it you know it's not like it used to be.
2: Uh huh.
0: And so, so I go ahead.
2: I, I was going to say so so in so being in the eighties in, in the hip hop scene. It was probably way more about politics of the streets was probably way more about kind of the truth happening in the hood the truth happening that a lot of the media mainstream media at the time was not covering whereas like today it's just like you know it's slandering women it's about uh, vehicles it's about big rims it's about clothing like I always thought, like, I was always on the, you know, I was raised not in the 80s, but in the 90s, like, I still remember Tupac and and shit, like, it was still talking about what was going on on the streets, you know what I mean, that wasn't being talked about, and like, hip-hop was the voice of the street.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that, I mean, I, I've, I've stopped listening since 1995, probably, I, I... I just don't listen to it anymore. I can't, I don't relate to it at all. And so I won't even listen to it. I listen to different genres now and I won't listen to hip hop. It's rare that I would listen to hip hop.
2: Uh huh. And- so, so what, what made you want to, uh, click on, on, on this topic and, and talk about hip hop culture? Like,
0: Be- well, basically, um, you probably don't recognize my name but I'm I'm a independent rapper myself who got some fame and I'm kind of well known internationally and around the world so this topic bothers me because people will say oh you you rap why don't you like rap well my rap is it it's not like the rap like like you listen to now my rap are about you know I I like to, I'm, I call myself a, a song I mean a storyteller I'm telling positive yeah. stories and mm-hmm. people could learn from my, um, you know, from my lyrics, rather than what's going on with big rims, like you said, and guns, and and degrading women and stuff like that. So, that now, has-
2: now, now, as an as a, as a rapper yourself, as an artist, I mean, to have the voice that you do and to be able to put it out there to the public, the way that you do, is is very huge. You know what I mean? And and it moves people, and and it. It's gonna inspire people and it's gonna um it's gonna give people direction and it's gonna inform people and it's gonna give people information through your voice and through your lyrics and this. So what I'm seeing from my perspective is that all these new age rappers, quote unquote, are putting out like this totally bogus message to people are, are giving them information and content that is not beneficial that is kind of polluting the mind rather than sparking an expansion you know what I mean
0: De- oh. yes I definitely agree with that a hundred percent and that's the one thing that I ke- I kept kept away from I've always been because I didn't start out being a rapper I started out doing reggae but i don't know if you if you know the reggae culture but they usually tell lots of stories about culture and and things on the streets that are going on and so i pretty Mm -hmm. much just just changed my style over to to, uh, hip-hop but i still did the same thing but just in in a different style and yeah so you know that's why people would relate to my things my message more than just you know about talking about degrading women and stuff like that. I just don't do stuff like that because it's not, it's not something that I want to leave behind when I make create my music. I like to think, what do I want to leave behind after I die? Do I want to leave a positive message or, or, or what do I want to leave behind? That's how I look at it.
2: Your legacy, man. Like when you go like, how are people going to remember you? You know, in the generations to come, is is this guy who just spoke on big booties, or a guy who talked about real things happening and, and change and your own struggles and your own stories, and, and something that that is actually valid and to people in the generations to come, that's going to be remembered.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's how I look at it. I don't think. I think most of these new age rappers, all they're thinking about is the fame, power, and money. They don't care about a legacy, honestly. That's how I think they so, feel about it.
2: So, I mean, basically, that's just, you know, they're selling themselves, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. And that's one thing I would never do. I, I, I've had, you know, certain labels wanted me to, to come over to them, but they wanted me to stop rapping about what I, you know, they want me to be more like them, basically. And I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not selling my soul. I don't, that's my soul is not going to be sold to anyone. So that's why I just keep on doing independent. And, and it's easier these days because when I was growing up, I didn't have the internet. I didn't have a YouTube to, to do a music video. I didn't have all these, these outlets where I could, you know, self-produce and put my content out there. Now I can. So makes it a lot easier than when I was growing up and all I had was a cassette and a a little cheap microphone.
2: Oh, I I feel that nowadays, like the independent scene is becoming more and more stronger for people who don't want, who, because it used to be like you had to go through a record label to even get your shit heard. You know what I mean? To even get your voice out there. Now it's like, Now there's so many resources, apps uh, to do things on your own and do things more independently. So do you think there's any hope for hip-hop culture to see more uh, individuals like yourself who are going to put out much better content
0: for a listener? Well, yes and no. I mean, for instance, take out Spotify there basically they have a lot of independent stuff on there but i'm 'm not sure if you're familiar with the term payola have, are you familiar with that term I am not okay so payola was made illegal and it basically meant that i, I would call a record i mean a, a radio station and ask them if they would play my my um my single and they wanted to charge me to to play my song, and that was illegal which i think it's still illegal but it's happening again in Spotify, which is really hurting us as an independent artist because Spotify, they're allowing, they have these things they call playlists and big record companies are buying these playlists and they, they're only putting their own major artists on there. And even independent playlists, they, they're trying to charge me a fee to add my single to their playlist. And I've, I, I've even put out a petition about that. That's just like payola. I feel that that should be illegal. It's hurting us as an independent artist.
2: So for other independent artists who want to get their material heard and want to get their content heard, uh, what would you say the best resources are for someone to go out and, cause like you said, you're successful and you're international. How is it that you get your content out there to be heard
0: by people well for me it, it happened purely by accident i didn't know what was going to happen but i wanted to create music videos because i you know i liked the idea of having my music video and having my audience to get a sense of my personality so i made the most unique video i could think of and just threw it out there on youtube and and literally overnight, I woke up and there was a million views. There was like whoa, and then a the whole bunch of thousands of messages, messages and comments. And it was like it, it really happened all at once. It was by accident that that happened. And from then on, it just kept going and going until I finally had all type of TV stations wanting to book me. And that's how it happened for me. So I would say one of the best resources is YouTube. Get your, you know, even if you have a cheap camera, do some type of a music video and get it out there so the people could see you and um but even now though youtube is not like it used to be it's very it's a lot more difficult there's a lot more people out there so the more unique you make your video the better off you'll have pe- you have it to go viral That so would say music videos are a big key of getting your stuff out there and then picking the right uh the right uh the right digital di- um Digital uh, distributor. If you if you pick the right digital distributor, you'll be like I use. Uh, I don't want to throw names out there, but people could do their researches for themselves and just pick the the right digital re uh, distributor to get your stuff out there, and definitely uh, try to play clubs. Like you know, send your send a demo out to to some clubs, and. Uh-huh. And that I think just doing that and try to build a fan base online, like set up some MP3 artist websites. And I think that that's a good way to go. Ah,
2: oh, wonderful! Well, that's super educational, man. Like, um, I hope that any independent artists that listen to this podcast uh, took the, all that in and and really try is going forward with that. So Thank you. absolutely, man. Like internationally wise though, like if I may ask, what country is really feeling you the most right now?
0: Hmm, tough question. I would I would have to say it's probably the UK.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm that's that's the second I'm I'm known more in America, but the second country well known would be the UK.
2: UK loves hip hop, man.
0: UK loves pop. I mean, and 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 also, I mean, right now I'm trying out new markets. I mean, that's the other thing. I'm always trying to sell myself, always and always trying to find new opportunities. I found a new opportunity in China where I could get my music played out there. So I'm I'm always searching for for new ways to get my stuff out there. And I would have never thought that China would would uh would have a opportunity for me, but I found the right distributor in searching. I spent literally I'll set up sit up all night, hours just searching and looking for new resources and it pays off every now and then.
2: Very nice man. Congratulations. Thank you. Man, I hope you do some some damage out out, out east for sure thank you man cuz i know chinese too man they love hip hop hip hop is global now all over the world it, it it's it's definitely taken over and i feel like that's the medium that a lot of people are using these days to get messages out there to be heard is through hip hop it's a strong it's a strong it's a strong tool man it's a strong tool
0: it definitely is. That's why I don't take it for granted, and and this is why I don't want to put something negative out there. I want to teach someone something positive. I don't want to leave negative things behind. I want people to learn from like any mistakes that I've made. I, I'll I'll sing about my mistakes, and people appreciate it. They will they will send me voice messages and tell me you know I appreciate that message. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's it's just. My legacy, like you said, I, I want to leave a positive, positive legacy behind, nothing uh, negative.
2: Well, Ray Dog, I'll tell you what I'm, I am going to do. I'm going to post this on my podcast. For everyone that comes across my profile, I'm going to make sure they know who Ray Dog is.
0: All right. Sounds good. Sounds you good. I mean? Thanks I'm, a lot. I'm,
2: I'm definitely going to do my part in, it, in it, you know spreading the awareness and, and letting people know who you are. Because, man, your words hold so much truth and so much positivity. And I feel like it's what hip-hop needs right now are more people that are trying to spread truth rather than chase the dollar.
0: Uh, Definitely. I agree with that a lot.
2: Absolutely. Because once you start chasing that thing, that can never
3: start by asking you. Uh, what does accepting life mean to you?
0: That's a great question because it, I feel that you probably you shouldn't accept life if it's not what you want. Like for for instance, if if you're in a situation where, like, let's put let's talk about a relationship. You're in a in a relationship, and it's not what you want. It's should you accept that or should you just, just move on you know you sometimes you can accept things but other times you need to just move on
3: I see um, yeah I, I quite ag- agree with you I, I think that accepting life the way it is um, means basically accepting good things life has to offer to all of us right and uh, change the things that we can change the things that do not make us satisfied that do not make us happy um, so that we can open space for these uh, new uh, and nice things to come in right
0: yes I definitely agree with you there but
3: yeah because well sometimes there are things that we cannot change right So, if you lose someone important to you, uh, or if you lose your job, or um, if somebody that you you really like a lot has um, a difficult disease, right, we got to face those challenges. But accepting life does not mean, in my opinion, at least, um, you know, that you you have to feel uh, de- defeated defeated right by by those obstacles, um, but accepting the 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 way that life goes right, but um, not without without um you know conforming yourself to it.
0: Yes, I definitely agree. But what do you say about persons like? like some of these i'm not sure if you're in are you in america as well
3: no i'm not i'm in brazil
0: oh okay like in america like in in high school you have kids that feel isolated and picked on and they you know they don't have anywhere to turn so instead of trying to accept life or change it in a positive 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 way they decide that they want to take their life and take other lives what do you say to someone who has, you know, who feels that way? What do you say to help them, you know, to tell them change their mind on doing something like that?
3: Yeah, uh, it's a very difficult situation. I, I see your point, but uh, I think that we um, have to start from within, you know? um sometimes we we are chasing for pleasure for approval for uh consider- consideration from other people uh but these are all external things you know these things um come and go and uh sometimes a person that feels that way is a, a person that uh, needs help, you know, um, needs some professional support and also good people who care about this person um, to support this this kid, you know, or a teenager. Um, but I think that we we, we we have to start from within, you know. We have to learn how to love and accept ourselves. Right. Um, Let's suppose let's let's think about a girl, you know, girls really care a lot about their uh, appearance. Right. And they are never satisfied with the the way they look. They think they are always overweight and uh, the hair is not uh, nice and this and that. You know, um, I think that if if you want to change something about about yourself, okay, I think it's fair, right? But the first step is to accept it, is to look at it, right? To recognize the situation. I'm not happy at this particular uh, aspect of my life or of my appearance, and then when you gain consciousness on the topic, on the thing that you want to change, you start to work on it, you know, uh, but I know it's hard because we are talking about kids, you know, and sometimes kids, they just don't open up uh, themselves to their parents or teachers, or, you know, uh, they don't have like a, a, a person um, uh, to talk to. Right. So, but but if we are talking about, you know, more grown-up people such as adolescents or adult people, you know, um, I think that we, we should consider this um, thing of looking uh, at ourselves first, you know, and, and try to find deep inside ourselves um, all the solutions that we need, you know, because I guess... Within, we have all the things that um, causes harm, but also inside of each of each of us, we also have the the remedies to heal those uh, emotional wounds. You know, yeah,
0: definitely agree with that. And um, another problem that I feel, in my opinion, anyway. Is the overprescribing of antidepressant. It's not always good. In fact, some antidepressants drive kids into getting into a rage. It it lessens their consciousness and they don't have any sense of consciousness to the to the damage they'll do if they go ahead and do a mass killing. So I feel that the over prescribing of antidepressant is a huge issue because when I was growing up, we never had mass shooting in our schools. And we had kids that were, that had issues, but I think the difference between when I grew up in the 80s versus now is that when we saw a kid like that, we reached out to them and we made them feel like they belong and showed them love. And I think that's what's missing today. We, we don't do that today. We will laugh at them or tease them or just have them be like an outcast.
3: Yeah, you're definitely right. I think that um, um, it's a lack of uh, compassion. It's a lack of empathy. Uh, people are so self-centered, and uh, they don't look around and they don't recognize other um, people around them, or around him or her as um, someone that should should be also considered and and uh, valued as a hum- human being you know and uh, this over uh, prescription of antidepressant uh, drugs as you said I totally agree with that uh, here in Brazil we say that we live uh, a period of um, um, I don't know how to express that in English but uh, some some conscience some more conscious doctors, they say that uh, we live a period in which we try to solve a problem by taking a pill, you know, and we have to stop doing that because, you know, crying can also be good. Suffering, feeling and, and experiencing your suffering, your emotional uh, uh, suffering can, all, can, can, can also uh, be a good thing can also be a good thing to the person, you know, because if we avoid our feelings, if we avoid uh, what causes us pain, um, we will never solve the problem, right? And I think that fear and uh, hiding from our internal ghosts just give them more power, just make them more uh, uh powerful you know
0: yeah absolutely correct i mean there are many times that just exactly what you said there where i didn't avoid my pain i i left my emotion completely made me feel a lot better than taking a pill and, and you know talking to someone that I, that I love about it or just having a good cry about it you know punching a punching bag doing running doing some exercises To get it out, it's much more healthy than taking a pill most of the time. That's how I feel anyway.
3: Yeah, because, you know, um, uh, if we are always taking a pill, as you said before, uh, we will lose um, a certain level of awareness of uh, consciousness, right? We will get less and less conscience about ourselves, about the, the world, our environment, the people that surround us, about our uh, own feelings, uh, about our own dreams, you know. And that cannot be healthy at all, I right?
0: I agree with that. You're absolutely right. But how the thing is, how do we change it around? I mean, I feel the culture is so far gone. I don't think there's no turning it around. How, how how are we gonna get it back to the way it used to be healthy? I don't I don't know how we're gonna do that.
3: Yeah, man. I think that it's an individual work. You know, we cannot save the world, right? Uh, I don't think that Superman or Batman is right. around, right, to help us. <laughs> but we can uh begin uh by uh working on ourselves. Because if you take care of yourself, you will reflect a much more um, uh, beautiful essence of yours, you know. And that will reflect on your environment or in, and also on the people that surround you, you know. And there will come a day in which people will... Um, reach you and ask you, you know, I've been looking at you lately and you, you've you been so surrounded by a certain peace and, you know, uh, when I approach you, I feel good. I, I feel that you're lighter now. I think that you're more uh, of a smiling person and I want that. Please show me that. Teach me how to, to You know, get that myself, right? Uh, Of course, that it it, it will not happen exactly as I'm saying, but uh, in a way, it it is the way um, it happens because we are all looking for the same thing. And what is that? Happiness. You know, we all want to be happy, but some people just channel that to material goods, to money, to sex to having drinks, you know, to having like sensorial uh, pleasures, right? So um, we we just have to channel this um, search of our souls, which is, you know, happiness uh, in the right way, in my opinion, right? I mean, um doing the things that we like. So if, if you like to sing, sing, if you like to play the guitar, play the guitar. If you like to write, write. you know, If you like to, you know, uh, have a good talk with a friend, try to, you know, uh, separate some time uh, in your agenda to do that, or maybe to take a walk or to walk a dog, or I don't know, man, there are so many things that we can do, you know, um, we, we just have to try to be more creative and, and, and also believe our capacity to innovate and, uh, you know, to do things that uh, make us more, you know, uh, satisfied
0: with ourselves. Right? Absolutely. I mean, there are times where, you have to get away from friends that are not that are bringing you down for a lack of a better word. They, they're not positive and they're, they're negative in your life. And no matter if you've known them for 10 years or 20 years, you have to let that negativity go. If you want to get to your happiness, you can't live your life being miserable and having people bring you down all of the time. So I've had to move on from people that I love because they were just bringing me down and Yeah, dragging
3: you down, right? Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. Man, I think that we
0: are running out of time. Uh, They are saying here that uh, the maximum recording time